0: Get ready for your weekly dose of talent, strategies, and tactics from industry leaders to help you attract, select, and retain your top talent. You're listening to Versique's Inside Executive Search with Steve Yakish and Scott Peterson.
1: Hello and welcome to the Inside Executive Search podcast. My name is Steve Yakish, and this show is for business owners, board members, and executives exploring strategies and tactics to attract, select, and retain top executive talent. If you're challenged and not feeling 100% confident that you have a plan to recruit the very best for your key roles, this podcast will help you get there. So last week, we covered executive compensation and the five key elements of executive compensation. Today's episode, though, is focused on a few more elements on talent attraction, which is vetting out internal versus external candidates, how to do market research to isolate external candidates, and how to activate your network. That said, I would like to bring in Scott Peterson from Verseek Search.
0: Hello again this week, Steve. Good to be back.
1: Good to see you and hear you. So for our first-time listeners, Scott's a 20-year veteran in the executive search industry and leads Versique's executive Leadership practice. So, as I mentioned, Scott, today we're going to be discussing, you know, three main topics included in talent attraction: internal versus external candidates, market research, and activating your network. But we'll tackle them one at a time.
0: That sounds great.
1: All right. So let's go internal versus external candidates first. Um, So, if if I'm a CEO, business owner, board of directors, um, I. Generally, need to look internal first. Uh, hopefully, I've done some succession planning. Right. If I haven't done formal succession planning, what advice do you have to look internal?
0: Yeah, it's it's not unlike your process looking external. Um, if you don't have a formalized succession plan and identified um, individuals internally that are are already set up to take the next position, an example of that just what happened at Best Buy. Um, the CEO announced his retirement. Um, And we'll just be the board chairman and and the CFO was promoted into the CEO spot. That was already predetermined months and months ago, maybe even years ago um, to happen. So short of that, um, companies need to really apply the same process that they would looking for external uh, candidates, really put a a time and effort into, as we talked about in our previous episodes, what is the position description? What is the profile? Um, All those things need to still happen, the compensation package, Mm -hmm. All those things need to happen and put each one of the candidates they have internal through that same process all at the same time. So they all feel like they've got a fair opportunity at the at the um, at the job.
1: Okay, so I'm a big proponent of looking internal and promoting from within if if I have the right person. But if I'm not 100 percent confident that one of my internal employees can elevate into this top executive role and I want to look at external candidates as well. Uh, which I would be a huge proponent of to make sure you're making the very best decision for your business. Uh, how do you how do you balance interviewing and evaluating external and in, internal at the same time?
0: Yeah, well, we've seen work best, whether you're, you're doing this with your internal team or you're using a partner firm. But let's talk about the internal team first. Um, you really should treat all the candidates, internal and external, in the same process at the same time. It allows you to then compare and contrast all the viable candidates um, for this position based upon their experiences, their interview, what they bring to the table. Um, obviously, internal candidates have a sort of an inside track because they know the culture already, so they're mm-hmm. not worried about that piece. Um, but it allows the company then to really, really compare and contrast if that internal candidate is, is right for the promotion uh, or is the external candidate still the right move um, you know, given the interview process.
1: Sure. So if you are going to look at external candidates and complement with your internal um, guidance on timing, you don't want your internals going through the interview process and pausing for right. four weeks while you do your external recruiting. So yeah, you really when want, do you get yeah, them into process?
0: You really want to align it um, at, the, at in or around a similar time frame as the external candidates. Really put them through the exact same process. The same people will interview them. Um, they shouldn't, you shouldn't cut corners just with the internal candidates. They should and must go through that same vetting process that they would go, uh, as the external candidates as well.
1: Absolutely. And I know we were talking earlier, which I agree with as well is, um, you know, if the internal candidate doesn't get the role and right. an external candidate does, it increases retention, correct? That they went through a formal process and the, they just weren't yeah. the best for the role.
0: Yeah. Surprisingly enough, this can be. A, a, a more positive outcome than a negative outcome, on the surface, if that person doesn't get it, are they going to leave the company because they didn't get the promotion? Um, really, it's it, because they had the opportunity to present their best case for the promotion um, and they were put through the fair process with everybody else. They actually they actually feel better about not getting the job than they would have if they weren't even part of the process in the first place. Sure. Um it also brings up areas where they might need to have improvement in their uh, in their experience, or or what do they need to be better at? Um, and some of that just takes time and experience. And sometimes there's things they can do outside of the company, some leadership training, etc. Um, so you actually benefit two ways from that. Um, you get a great candidate through the process, but you also gain a candidate internally that that is still a great person for the company and still a lot adds a lot of value and understands what they need to do to get that next promotion.
1: Absolutely, perfect. All right, well, let's move on to market research. And, and as we're defining it today is uh, a company has decided to go and evaluate external candidates. Uh, the best candidates, as we know, just aren't applying to all these jobs, especially in the top roles. So right. you have to go and find them and just who are they? So how does a company go and do market research to start isolating you know, candidates to potentially start courting?
0: Right. And you'll, you'll see most companies on their leadership uh, position they don 't advertise yeah uh, right because they don 't want to be inundated by hundreds and hundreds of resumes of basically unqualified or potentially qualified candidates, so you can you can manage the process better by being more targeted so this market research mm-hmm. is where you can do that, so making sure you know who your competitors are mm-hmm. um, what are companies that are complementary to your company that would be great uh, people from outside, or if you 're going to go outside the industry. What are you looking for? The intangibles, the experiences that they have, background. Um, and then what you do is you, you really isolate those people at those companies and, frankly, just go get them. Yeah, right? or reach out. And go reach out to them yeah. and court them. Um, this is part of that. What's your compelling story? We talked about that yeah. a few episodes ago. Um, you need to have that compelling email or in-mail from LinkedIn uh, that, that grabs their attention, um, and you can do that by having uh, done a good job in that compelling story in the first place.
1: Perfect. And then the last uh, piece we we're going to talk about is activating your network, and this is really you know geared towards the executives, board members. Uh, we you know to complement that targeted recruiting that you just right. spoke of. What uh, guidance recommendations do you have for board members, key executives within the firm, on how to activate their network to try to? drum up some, you know, qualified candidates as well.
0: Yeah. And, and this is becoming, um, you know, a, a very important piece to this. Um, most board members and executives will, will naturally reach out to those that they know around them, their colleagues, their peers, and tell them, here's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, activating your network is a, is a multi-stage process, right? It's your current network of your colleagues and your peers that you might be connected with, and whether it's email Uh, But it's also a broader network uh, based on maybe your LinkedIn. And uh, I don't know about you, Steve, but I've got, you know, a thousand or two thousand LinkedIn connections that I don't talk to every day. Um, But when I have a need or a um, looking for help on something, I'll put a a post out on LinkedIn and solicit my whole network. And that really does drive some traffic to you in terms of uh, here's a potential candidate or two to talk to. Absolutely,
1: and if you are going to, you know, activate your network, um, you know, just make sure that, you know, once your your network is activated, how who are you, internally are you going to funnel those potential candidates to? Um, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to manage okay.
0: that process, and you know, part of activating your network is is could be using outside firms as well, right? Sure. So, um, you know, make sure you get those outside firms involved that you uh, know and trust and 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 have used in the past to uh, uh, help you. Um, activate them as well because they could be a critical part to your process
1: as well. Awesome. Well, that's a great segue, actually, Scott, to our uh, next week's episode. So previewing next week, we're going to discuss on uh, selecting the right executive search firm if you do want to solicit that help from a, an external partner. And I'm sure there'll be a little bit of a selfish plug for about Versique's uh, practice, but uh, we're Maybe not...
0: Just a little
1: one. Yeah, just a little, but we're not... We're not the best firm for everything, and, and there's a lot of things that go into uh, selecting the right firm for your role. So that's that's uh, what's on tap for next week. So that being said, uh, we'll wrap this one up. Uh, and as always, if you want to get a hold of Scott, reach out to him on uh, LinkedIn or visit verseek.com. And uh, just again, we uh, are are live on iTunes, or Apple Podcast, and Spotify. So, if you like what you're hearing, please go out and subscribe uh, to our channel, and you get your seven, ten, twelve minute dose of inside executive search every week. Right? Yeah,
0: free advice.
1: <laughs> free advice. There you go, from the one and only Scott Peterson. So, thanks everybody for listening, and we will see you or actually hear you talk to you. What do we? What do we do?
0: I think we'll talk to you next week. All right,
1: we'll talk to you next week. We'll see you. Bye.